I'm Renata Bernardi, and this is the Job Hunting Podcast, where I interview experts and professionals and discuss issues that are important for job hunters and those who are working to advance their careers. So make sure that you subscribe and follow, and let's dive right in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Job Hunting Podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk about how to go back to job hunting or go back to work after a long break. I'm going to give you three unusual advice that you will not find anywhere else, and I hope that you enjoy listening to this. I talk to many professionals on a weekly basis who have not job hunted in a long time, if ever. You know, some people have found jobs through friends and family. Some people have been promoted since their first job as a graduate and have been in the organization that they've started for many, many years. And they haven't really had the opportunity to use this career muscle that requires you to seek a job, apply for it go through the you know recruitment and selection process and there's a lot of frustration that happens there unknowns so i'm going to give you some advice i'm also approached by professionals who have had for one reason or another taken a long break from work and this break could have happened because they've had kids they have had health issues they have opted for time out and gone traveling or done something completely different there are so many reasons why one could have a career break this could be for months it could even be for many years and they want to go back into the workforce and they need some support. So they contact me and we have an exploratory chat and decide if coaching is good for them or not. So I have, you know, some idea of what happens out there with professionals and also from my own personal experience. And if you want to go back into the workforce, of course, job hunting is the first step. And finally, there are some people that come back to a job after a career break and they already have a job, they don't need to job hunt, but it's still, you know, it's hard to go back into that routine and that discipline. So this episode may also be helpful for people in that situation. Personally, I recently went on my longest overseas trip. I was away for 50 days. In one of my newsletters, I wrote that I was away for 60 days. So if you're a subscriber, apologies for that. A lot of people wrote back to me and corrected it because they follow me and they, you know, read my newsletters. They follow me on Instagram and they were like, 60 days? Was that, you know, was it that long? And of course they were right. It wasn't 60, it was 50. So if you're not subscribed and you want to be, there's a link in the show notes or you can go to my website renatabernardi.com and scroll down to the bottom of that landing page the homepage, and you will find a link to subscribe and also at the top of the podcast page there's a link to subscribe to my weekly newsletter anyway I digress I had to use some of the advice that I'm giving you today on going back to my usual routine after being away for 50 days but mostly when I have that exploratory meeting with potential coaching clients, you know, my goal as a coach is to try to understand their level of understanding of what job hunting is and how long it will last for and if they have space in their lives to fit job hunting. Sometimes if you are so busy, they don't realize that they need to carve out the time and put in the effort to actually be successful at, at it. So let's talk about what 
those three unusual advices are. I hope you find them entertaining. The first one is very unusual and wacky, and I would invite you to watch an episode of Grand Designs. Have you ever watched Grand Designs? It's one of our favorite shows here at home. It started in the UK, so there's that. That's kind of the original Grand Design show, but there's also one from New Zealand that we love and one in Australia. And basically, there is a host and he will go to someone's house or a piece of land and there will be a couple or an individual that's usually immensely unaware of the sort of project they're about to embark on, which is either building a house or doing some house restorations and renovations. And it's quite, you know, every episode is basically the same. The host asks them, how long do you think this project will last and they will say something like, oh, it will be done in six months or three months. And three years later, the host comes back and the house is still not done and they're over budget by like 100%, if not more. It's quite funny. But look, the reason why I want you to watch this episode is because, you know, people often think that they can do everything for half the budget and half the time. Usually we're greatly enthusiastic at the start of a project, then halfway through we lose our minds, and then we're often happy with the result at the end. So, you know, whenever a client of mine goes through a setback in their job hunting, I'm like, look, you're going to be fine at the end of this. Just know that this is part of the process. But frankly, you know, working with a coach should not make you lose your mind. <laughs> and that's the whole point of the grand designs, right? Like, you know, the host will often say, are you sure you want to do this on your own? You're not hiring a project manager. You're not hiring an engineer. You're not hiring an architect. So usually, like, it's quite funny that people have this idea that they can manage it all. And it's very hard to manage everything on your own, especially if you are inexperienced in whatever project you're embarking on. So what does that teach you? You know, watching an episode of Grand Designs will teach you that humans are terrible at making plans and understanding the length of time a project takes and the effort that it will require. And humans are also terrible at understanding probabilities, especially if you're in job hunting mode, you know, understanding that you are one of many, that this is a pipeline and that the best scenario, which is like the end of a recruitment process, you have a 50% chance, like nobody goes to the final interview interview alone. It's very rare. Usually you're one of two, which is a 50% chance for you, or you're one of three, which is a 33% chance for you. So we're very bad at understanding that for some reason. I want you to go and watch this episode. But if you're like a deep thinker and you want to go highbrow, you can, of course, read books like Think Fast and Slow or The Undoing Project. Those are great books to understand how bad we are at making plans and understanding how to have foresight and plan ahead for big projects like job hunting or anything else for that matter, like building a house. <laughs> I'll put the links to those books in the episode show notes if you're thinking about it. And of course, I'll put a link to Grand Designs as well. So you can go ahead and watch an episode. You might be hooked like I am and watch every single episode out there of Grand Designs. The second recommendation I have for you is to seek 
comfort, and happiness. Job hunting is not easy. Going back to work is not easy. You know, my group coaching program is called Job Hunting Made Simple for a reason. I did not call it Job Hunting Made Easy because I didn't want people to think it will ever be easy even working with me. What I tried to do is make it simple, make it faster, but it's not easy. If you're working on your own and you're job hunting on your own, it can be really stressful if it's unstructured. It can be overwhelming. It can be frustrating. It can be sad. My goal as a coach is to change that mindset, is to gamify it, is to make you understand that this is a competition and then teach you all the rules of that game and how to be the best player in that game. So that is my secret sauce. That's what I love to do. You don't have to be burned to know that fire is dangerous, right? Like you look at a fire, you know, you're not supposed to touch it. (laughs) So please listen to what I'm telling you in terms of how stressful it can become to engage in job hunting and prepare your life for that roller coaster ride. Now, look, if it's easier than you've planned, then you're in luck and you count your blessings and, you know, you say, well, how lucky am I that I went for my first job interview and I got that job and Bob's your uncle. You don't need to worry about it. But chances are you will thank me for this, for preparing you for what is probably a longer process than you envision and a bit more frustrating than you envision. Just plan for it and be ready for that emotional roller coaster ride as well. It's not so much the time it takes, but what it does to your head. So having that comfort and happiness around you, surrounding you with other things that will make you happy over time is really important as you embark in what can be a stressful project for you, especially if you haven't done it in a while. So the rest of your life, is it allowing you to embark in this project? You know, other things that can impact you and make your life super uncomfortable and not so happy is like you're job hunting, but you're also building a house. You're also trying to get pregnant. You also have a full-time job that's really, you know, taking a lot of your energy. You have health issues. You're a carer for somebody. Like you might need to structure your life in a way to carve out the time and seek comfort in other things around you so that when the job hunting gets really tough, you can take a break from it and then do something else. So think about maybe not taking too many projects all at once, understanding you can comfortably take on without impacting on your stress levels so that they are not too much for you. You know, I have had clients that I've coached when they were in bed, recovering from extensive surgery or going through more than one issue. But we discussed as part of our coaching how they can add that comfort around them to support their projects. It could be counseling. It could be exercise. It could be, you know, going on a holiday, having longer weekends, getting help, you know, to help around the house or help with the kids, you know, having a hobby, seeking out that happiness and that comfort and that support is so important because job hunting is not easy. Like I said, (laughs) my goal is to make it simple and give you a roadmap. All right. So third, the third and final wacky strategy for this episode Don't go into job hunting cold 
turkey. Now, cold turkey is an expression used when someone does something in a abrupt and sudden manner. Originally, you know, we use this expression to explain when somebody stops an addiction quickly instead of tapering it off over time. I remember, like, I have to admit, I used to smoke cigarettes. And when I decided to move to Australia, one of the dumb things that I decided as part of my moving strategy is that, you know, I'm going to become another person in Australia and I will stop smoking as soon as I land in that country. So in the stress of the move in Brazil, I actually started smoking even more, unfortunately, and then hopped on a plane without a cigarette <laughs> and got here. And of course, you know, the stress of it all, you know, I came to Australia alone with two kids and stayed with friends for three weeks, couldn't find a house for rent. It was just so stressful. A few days later, I bought a pack of cigarettes. I don't smoke anymore. So you'll be happy to know I managed to taper it off. But going cold turkey was not a good strategy for me. That was super dumb. So what I mean by that advice is for you to start a project and take it a step at a time. You know, don't just start on a Monday and say, okay, I'm going to job hunt all day nonstop and, you know, adding too much to your plate when you haven't done it in a while then that's not a good strategy. If you're going back to work after an extended break, tapering it off is also a good idea. I recently worked with a client and she was on maternity leave and she was going back to work to a different job and a promotion. So it was a more senior position than the one she had before. And what we discussed was going back one day a week and then two days a week and then up to, you know, four days a week, which is what she wanted to work. So that sort of tapering it off after an extended break, especially with so much on her plate with a new child and all was, I mean, she really liked that idea and she hadn't thought of that before. But that's the sort of idea that you can implement as you start your job search. And often, you know, I see people starting job searching, all guns blazing, you know, and then after a few weeks or a few months, they give up completely. I have somebody that once did an exploratory meeting with me and she said, I started, I was so excited. I applied for what was my dream job and I didn't get it. And then I got so depressed, I didn't look for a job for two years. And we had a consultation on how she could go back into the job hunting game again. So if you want to book a consultation with me, just go to my website. It may help you get yourself started. So those are the three ideas. Don't go into job hunting cold turkey. Try to find comfort and happiness and surround yourself with that comfort and that happiness as you embark on what could be a stressful journey and watch an episode of Grand Designs so you better understand the level of support that you may want to get and, you know, open your eyes to what can be done in terms of planning and getting yourself organized for that new project of yours. And if you want to know more about job hunting, attend my masterclass on the 5th and the 6th of October 2022. There are two time options available, so pick a time that suits you and attend it live where you can ask me 
questions, interact with me, and then I will give you access for 10 days to review the masterclass and absorb as much of the learnings as possible. This masterclass will be 90 minutes long. I will be facilitating it for the last time in 2022. I have been doing this free job hunting masterclass twice a year for the past couple of years. And my goal is to give you an insight on what is happening right now in the job market, the trends in recruitment and selection, and also for you to have an experience of what it is like to work with me as a coach. This is not like a podcast episode. The masterclass is like an extension of my group coaching program, Job Hunting Made Simple. Or can I say it's a prequel because I start coaching that group next month. So let's catch up and see if you want to go for a test drive or my group coaching program. Go to my website and register for this free masterclass. My website is renatabernardi.com. It's R-E-N-A-T-A-B-E-R-N-A-R-D-E.com. Or you will find a link to it in the episode show notes. And I look forward to seeing you there. If you think this episode may help a friend, don't forget to forward it to your friend and pay it forward. If you've just found this and you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, hit that subscribe button now so you can get the episodes every week. And if you've been listening for it for a while and it's been helping you, I would really appreciate if you could write a review. You can do that on iTunes and also on Spotify. And I would love to read your review. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you next time. Bye for now.